This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome and happy Monday. And it's time to check in with our Zoomer vote in the Zoomer primary. And since we last talked, the writ was officially dropped. The first debate took place without Liberal leader Justin Trudeau, and the candidates are off and running. Our numbers show the Liberals ahead of the Conservatives, but not necessarily comfortably ahead. And uh, those numbers are different from what other polls are showing. So, Joining me to drill down on what it all means, Peter Mugridge, senior editor of Zoomer Magazine, and David Kravitz, a vice president here at Zoomer Media, and our guru on all things demographic. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks Thank for you. having us, Liv. So uh, let's go over the raw numbers, and the Zoomer vote has the Liberals ahead by 5%, 40%, versus the Conservatives, 35%, and uh, the others well back. The Green Party has 8%, the NDP 4%, and the People's Party 3%. 11% undecided. And those numbers are actually uh, quite a bit different from what other polls are showing. They are. They're, they're, first of all, they're very stable from week to week. We haven't seen any big landslides in either direction yet. But the national polls, the averages of, of all the polls, are essentially a tie between the conservatives and liberals around 34%. And the NDP slightly ahead of the Greens, which is not reflected in, in our numbers. Well, uh, we saw the first debate last week, which Justin Trudeau decided not to participate in. And the consensus seemed to be whether you agree with him or not, Jagmeet Singh looked good in the debate. He, uh, of course, had a very low bar to start from where <laughs> he really had made almost no impression uh, since he's become the NDP leader. And he came out strong and he looked smart. And, uh, you know, that certainly does not show in the Zoomer vote. No, um, but I I think we're going to see uh, I think we're going to see NDP start climbing now and Green start dipping because the Green um, Elizabeth May's economic plan seemed uh, very unrealistic. Uh, universal income for everyone, um, free tuition, um, expanded health care, drug plan, and on top of that, getting rid of the fossil fuels sector all the jobs and the revenue that come with it and balance the budget in five years, it's just not going to happen. And I think we've given greens a pass so far and we're going to, we're going to see them slip and NDP climb. Do you still see Elizabeth May as a one issue candidate? I think that, I I think that Peter's right in that she's certainly going to be scrutinized more heavily Mm -hmm. on the points that Peter raised. She just here yeah. in town releasing yeah. her platform yeah. this She's morning. She's certainly going to be, but I, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, debate in another way. It, we have a specific poll about the debate on everything Zoomer. It's not part of our Zoomer main Zoomer primary poll, but it, it asked people who won the debate and uh, it even let you vote for Justin Trudeau and it said in brackets, 
Justin Trudeau went by not being there. And 47% Sheer, 31 Trudeau, 11 9 May, 12%, and only 9.5 for Singh. So I'm beginning to wonder where. You know, a month is he just away. too late to the game? Do you think? Well, or? I'm also wondering: is there a divergence? Uh, it's a question between the way the Zoomers are looking at this. The Liberals are slightly stronger than they are uh, national in the national consolidated polls, and the uh, Greens persist in outperforming the NDP, which is definitely not happening. Both parties are far behind. So I'm wondering whether our audience has a unique uh, hmm. filter on this that is not shared by the other age groups because you're seeing these numbers week after week uh, and we're not we're slightly out of alignment slightly with the the national Well, picture. it's very possible. I mean, you would think that different demographics have different agendas and as we bring it up uh, and in the next segment of this show, CARP is launching a campaign to make caregiving an issue and to change the caregiver's credit uh, to a refundable, refundable. Yeah. credit. And um, we haven't heard anything about it. And just this morning, Justin Trudeau uh, was announcing money for early learning for small children and, and another 250,000 spaces for before and after school programs, but nothing for an older demographic that are caregivers and uh, save our health care system a huge amount of money, mm -hmm. $25 billion. Billions, yes. Billions. Yeah. Billions. So, yeah. so well, and my question, and, and even just, um, you know, in, in, personal dealings with the Sheer campaign, I almost get the sense that, you know, older people are naturally conservative, if you will, that, that this demo is perhaps being taken for granted so far and everybody's going after millennials. Uh, am I wrong in that, David? I think you're completely correct in that. And uh, we showed in our analysis of the Harper-Trudeau election that even a slight loss of support among the older voters translates into more votes lost for the conservatives. They can afford to take a bit of a beating, actually, among the younger voters because, remember, everybody listening, our group, uh, the Zoomer group, is six out of every 10 ballots cast. So while everybody's falling all over themselves for the millennial vote, I'm speaking statistically, yeah. not, not morally, yeah. but while everybody's falling all over themselves for the millennial vote, the election will be decided by the Zoomers. Still, I mean, yeah. it's interesting. I mean, you, I kind of get they are the biggest voting block mm -hmm. and people are looking for ways to engage them and to give give them things goodies that they may want to vote for whether it's childcare and and I'm certainly not saying that that it's very difficult to afford childcare and and hey I I understand that the parties want to help uh, the conservatives say young families and uh you know the the conservatives might be a little comfortable because a lot of millennials might vote green on the issue of the environment and that is ultimately good for conservatives because it's splitting the so-called left vote though we're not sure what but the, one, Elizabeth one, May is exactly <laughs> one more important point to note though and there's evidence on this Libby is that um, 
as you age, you may be slightly more small C conservative on economic bread and butter issues. You certainly don't have the same stars in your eyes as you did when you were a college student. But there's no evidence that your underlying ideology changes. A huge number of baby boomers come out of you know, hippies, Vietnam War, uh, the whole, uh, that whole movement, they don't suddenly become Eisenhower Republicans just because they are in their 60s or 70s now. So the conservatives would make a big mistake in treating uh, that group as somehow ideologically uh, in the bag because they're not. They're not, and and they're they're not entirely focused on goodies for no. the demographic. Right. No. Uh, and you know, I find that uh, with the party leaders, when they only kind of want to talk to us directly, when they have something that's really targeted at the, the elderly or something, and you know, it makes me think, you know, you people, you aren't getting it. No, yeah, you're not getting exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want to give the numbers out again because I'd like to hear from people, and I'd like your take on this. So first. First of all, have you seen anything yet that might make you change your mind? And what is your mind? And also, you know, what do you think of the kind of promises that are being made right now? Is it appealing to your sons and daughters, maybe, your grandkids? What do you think of what is on offer here? And what do you think is at stake here? Uh, I'd like to hear from you, our listeners, especially if you've participated in the Zoomer vote. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And I am here with our Zoomer vote in the Zoomer primary with Peter Mugridge from Zoomer Magazine and David Kravitz from Zoomer Media. Okay, so the parties aren't really getting it in terms of our demographic. What about the whole issue of Quebec. I'm finding this fascinating. The premier of Quebec told the federal parties to butt out Mm -hmm. when it comes to Bill 20, which uh, prohibits any kind of religious headgear for for a public servant. And uh, so far, everybody seems to have complied. Jagmeet Singh did this great commercial in French where he's wrapping yeah. his turban, but he's trying not to make waves. He has the most to lose in Quebec, mm-hmm. and I have no doubt that he will lose big time. big time in Quebec. We saw the resurgence of the bloc. I bet that's where a lot of those votes will go. Uh, we have Justin Trudeau, the guy who's doing politics differently, saying, eh, not useful to bring this up in Quebec right now. 70% of Quebecers are happy with Bill 20. And uh, I suspecting, do we have in the Zoomer vote, are, were there people from Quebec voting in this in a decent number? I, I, I think so. But don't forget, it's an English language poll. So, um you know, it's yeah. going to be depressed a little bit that way. Yeah. But I think that uh, the calculation of all the parties is, what do I have to gain everywhere else? So if I'm Andrew Shearer, I'm Trudeau, and I come out with a big charter speech about you can't do this, and we're going to override this, and it's trampling on religious free, blah, 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 you know, whatever they want to say, they've got to figure out uh, what's it going to cost me in Quebec, but also what's it going to give me everywhere yeah. else? I, I mean, and I don't it, think they think that's going to give them anything. And the, and the legislation, whatever you say about it, it's very popular in Quebec. It has huge yeah, support. 70%. Yeah, 70%. 70%. So, uh, you know, you, you're just sort of, uh, you're hanging yourself out to dry there by attacking it. Yeah. You know? 
Well, right. So everybody here is dealing with rail politics. There's right. there's no issue of principle on this among None. any of the party leaders. Okay, I'm glad we're clear on that. Let's take a call from Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Uh, my comment is I am so upset with all of the giveaway promises that all of the parties are suggesting that money just seems to <clears throat> be in, falling from the sky and, oh, we can afford this, we can afford that. And, oh, the wealthy are going to pay. Well, there aren't enough wealthy to make it happen. Okay. Uh, Are you referring to uh, anybody's particular goodies in particular? Well, I mean, you know, I saw Trudeau's one. I mean, I got a flyer for the Conservatives through the door. And I've just been reading um, the Green Party. And, you know, I agree with a lot of the things of the Green Party. But, again, nobody wants to be honest with regard to finance. Right. and that that is the most concerning part as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, what what sort of slays me is, uh, you know, all these new promises by Elizabeth May, and she said that they were going to be checked by the Parliamentary Budget right. Office. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was totally going to balance understand. the budget in five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah nobody else yeah. can do that with yeah. cuts. <laughs> My question is, why can't one of the parties simply be honest and educate the public with regard to the fact that there is no free lunch, that we to pay for things, you've got to either cut other services mm. or increase taxes. The, the reason, Pat, is that you don't win elections like right. that. I realize that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that we have to school you here, but that's the reason, isn't yeah. it? Exactly. Okay, Pat, thanks for your call. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's take a call from Sam in Toronto. Hi, Sam. Hi, Lydia. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Well, uh, you know what? Just, just to mention, you know, when when we talk in the generalized uh, whole, you know, whole generation like millennials or Generation Z or uh, Zoomers or Boomers, you know, to me, I think it's it's much more complicated than that. I, it's got more to do with the uh, with your background, your class, you know, class differences, your uh, probably gender, all sort of things. You know, like, you know, Karl Marx uh, was a Zoomer, you know. George Darwin was a Zoomer. <laughs> At the end of his life, he was a Zoomer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> before he was uh, a millennial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. You know, so in a lot of ways, you know, you can't just uh, corner people. You know, I, I, you know, sometimes I hear as an immigrant, sometimes they say, you know, Christians base or Muslim base or Jewish base or this. It doesn't even make sense because a lot it, it's more individuality per case. I know it's hard. Okay, Sam. So travel, let me ask you, Sam. Okay, you're saying it is, and it is, because yeah. people don't have. I mean, with the ethnic thing, it used to be hard and fast. You voted with your ethnicity, not so yeah, much that. anymore. But some people still yeah. do. So, what is important to you? What are you looking for, Sam? Well, you know, it, because you see, at, you should say what is important to you at disjunction of your life, probably. Probably like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when I had business, I mean, you know, few condos, and <laughs> before the third of events, you know, before I, uh, I turned uh, southward, I could say I was a conservative, because you know what? I, I didn't want to pay that much tax. But you know, life changes, your uh, choices change, and then you become more to the, you know, to the left. Or more to the right, depending on your own personal. So, what are, what are you becoming more to of? Well, I'm I'm more of see my worldview is it's a little bit complicated, but I'm like I'm a spiritual first of all, but like you know as a 
as a, as in politics, I would say I'm a social, I'm a very, I'm socialist in, uh, uh, how do you say, like, you know, age gap uh, between the haves and have nots, and in many ways, you know, basic, basic healthcare, basic, you know, uh, universal uh, income and things like that, you know, I think it's good for society to invest long term on, uh, you know, on a class of groups that don't have it. I will pay off in the future. But when it comes to uh, many other issues, like, you know, when it's like social issues and other stuff, I may tend to be a little bit more traditional, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, okay, Sam, to, I, uh, I, stuff like that, you know. Okay, well, uh, thanks for your call. I just point out one thing, Sam, before I let you go. You did yeah. say that uh, your interests changed as you got yes. older. So yes. Yes. that's something that would play into a demographic vote. But thank you very much for your call. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank exactly. So his interest and his experience, because he's seen how many elections, uh, how many promises, things that worked, things that didn't work, or that he could perceive have worked and didn't work. So he's right. You, you do change as you as you move along. But remember, there's going to be millions of uh, Zoomers who are going to vote for Trudeau, and there's going to be millions that are going to vote for Scheer and uh, the other kids. So it isn't all one thing. Mm-hmm. That said, I think your earlier comments correctly, but I don't think they really get uh, the demographic as well as they could think they do, or as well as they could. Or as well as they should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you want to fish where the fish are. You know? <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. What about the whole issue of personality? I mean, uh, when you look at the leader and saying, is, is this person a prime minister? Mm. Uh, a lot of people are very disillusioned with Justin Trudeau, but he is recovering and he definitely has, I would even call it like that charm. And he's a celebrity yeah, and he's a global celebrity. Yeah, You can't really take that away from him. And Andrew and he's, Scheer, a, he's a master campaigner too. Like he, yeah. he just sinks right into it when he's out there, you know? And Andrew Shear, a lot of people are looking to him and saying, uh, maybe he's a bit of a nebbish. <laughs> Sorry to use Fair that comment. word. Fair comment. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. And he, you know, he defends himself. He says, you know what, I will stand up against Trudeau's flash anytime. Mm. And and he makes the the joke about having the dad body and, and all of that. And he's still ducking questions about his own beliefs, uh, which we believe to be so, uh, socially conservative. A lot of people don't believe him when he says that he's not going to reopen the abortion debate. His kids are homeschooled, I believe. That's um, What about all that? Well, I think that uh, I don't think Stephen Harper was Canada's answer to JFK necessarily. So I think you've got, you know, people with different person, And it's an axiom, especially in Canada, governments are not elected, they're defeated. Yeah. Right. So you're going to vote for Scheer, I think, not because he has some bold new persona that you've never seen before and you're totally captivated by it. You're going to vote because you really don't like uh, what 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 Trudeau's up to? Mm. I think that the liberals have tried the social conservatism ploy before. They did it against Harper with those commercials about troops in the streets and all. And I think abortion is a loser for everybody because yeah. I think the average Canadian believes that as long as he doesn't want to legislate um, 
on some of these topics. He's entitled to his sincerely held uh, uh, religious beliefs or faith-based beliefs. Leave him alone if that's what he believes. And he's certainly standing up and admitting it. That's a little, you know, he's not right. pandering. No, he's not, he's not actually well, admitting he's not, it. But he's he's not he's, denying he's saying, it, no. but he's... But he's, but he's not he's saying like, he's going to... Uh, he's saying he won't change legislate. it, but on the issue of his personal stuff, he's kind yeah. of weaseling a bit. Well, but they've got statements from him in the past. They're digging into Facebook. They're doing the usual thing. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, look, I'm not going to pass any laws. And I think... I I can't see a, law, a big groundswell against Andrew Scheer... Uh, based on fear of abortion yeah. legislation, I, I, I just hear else. I hear that a lot. It's a lot on social media, and I again I don't understand why anybody would disbelieve him just because the issue is such a big loser. Right, it's <laughs> and, a loser for everybody. It's a Sorry. loser for everybody, and and the the public doesn't really. There's not a big groundswell for it only among very very uh, major social mm. conservatives, and they don't have anywhere to go but Andrew Scheer. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. So uh, your take, do you think the personality is a big issue? Well, you know, um, Bill Davis ran in Ontario for years. And although in private, he was a very funny, interesting man. He ran as a bland politician for years and years and years. And it worked. Harper did the same different thing. Time, different, different time. Different time. You didn't have social media. That's you true. didn't have the kind of celebrity frenzy around the world that we have now. Right. Very different time. But there is an authenticity about Sheer that he's not trying to be flashy like he's not taking media lessons obviously and he's not you know he's just <laughs> or he's maybe just a, he did and he needs more he's he just a dad more. from saskatchewan or you know wherever he, you know so like, he's from ottawa I, I, but he's he, from ottawa but he, he's never had a job outside of politics no no he, he, was, he was an insurance man in, in in saskatchewan before he got into politics yeah, yeah for how long well no, for I a couple don't... years yeah but but he's there is an authenticity that he's aiming for. He's yeah. not, he's not, and, and, and there's a flashiness that Trudeau has that he couldn't possibly emulate. Yeah. So, so why try? Yeah. Okay. Aha. We have a voter who's changed your mind. Vicki in Newmarket. Hi, Vicki. Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air. We want to hear. I've always voted conservative. I'm not a millennial. I'm not a Zoomer. I'm that in between that everybody ignores. <laughs> oh, what are you generation Gen Z? Gen Sorry? X. Gen X. Gen X or yeah. Gen Z? Z. Z. So okay. this year I'm voting for the Green Party because Andrew Shear he backed the dairy farmers. If you can think that dairy farming is good for anybody, it's not good for the environment, it's not good for the animals, it's not good for us, certainly not good for the healthcare system, then you can believe anything. You believe there's Jesus and the tooth fairy too. Like, okay. There's no clear leader here. Okay, you're going to vote for Elizabeth May because she's the only one who seems to be any kind of, you know, to to be consistent. Uh huh. But uh, we were just talking. She just unveiled a platform uh, today that has, uh, you know, a huge amount of goodies in it, and she says she's going to balance the budget while she's doing it. And frankly, we think that's a that's a load of hooey. There's no <laughs> way that that she could deliver all these billions and billions of dollars worth of programs and. And no, balance the budget in five years. There's no clear leader, and every politician is a liar, but the next thing to do is destroy my ballot. Like, oh. There's no options here. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel Stark that choice. way. Better to vote than to destroy your ballot. But, Absolutely. But at least you're going to show up. Yep. Thank you very much, Vicki. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, well, there you go. She's got her... Uh, but You know, she's got her issue, but she's looking for... The least terrible, yeah, mm-hmm. 
And I think that that's a very significant chunk of the vote. You have to vote based on who's running, who are my choices. Mm -hmm. I wish so-and-so had been running, but he's not or she's not. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, in a sense, not to, uh, we're going to see an election down south a year from now. Believe me, (laughs) tens of millions of people are going to be voting based on what uh, our caller just said. I don't like anybody. Who do I like? Who's my least, least. bad? Oh, and th- then there's another thing because uh, I'm I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do. I wanted to make a certain vote uh, that's a little different than I've done, but then I don't really like the candidate in my riding from right. that party. From, from right. that from party. That so right. what the heck am I going to do? Right. I'm exactly. not really sure what I'm going to do. Right. And right. and if you want wacky and crazy elections tomorrow. There's an election in Israel. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And whose, whose winner will be decided in a month <laughs> when they see if he can make another uh, coalition. coalition. They just had an election in April. I mean, yeah. the politics there are crazy. And yeah, I've, I've lived there and uh, covered elections there, which are fascinating. But whenever people call in talking about how wonderful proportional representation right. is, right. it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, wait, See wait. it in action. <laughs> See it in action, though I'm sure there are some forms of yeah. it that are better than what they have there. Okay, so... Guys, what are we looking for going into the next week of the Zoomer primary? Well, um, you can vote at zoomervote.ca. Um, we're at 6,500 now. I'd love to have it up to 8,000 by the next wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, I think it's. Oh, yes, yeah. you're right. And, um, you know, there, there are a lot of people out there who probably uh, don't know how to get on the internet. Just ask your kids or your grandkids to help you on. And it's zoomervote.ca, and we'd love to hear from you. And uh, it's been very successful so far and, and we'd, we'd like to see it continue and and you know what it also thinks you know if if people if you have some issues like what we're about to tackle in the next segment that you want to come to the fore i think that maybe when the politicians see something like the zoomer vote and they see aha uh-huh, it is different than all the aggregated polls right. they might sit up and take notice take saying notice, exactly. you know what yeah. these are the people that vote let's listen up i'd right. be worried if i was the conservatives because um they haven't budged in our poll, and they have to budge <laughs> if yeah. they're going to win. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, somebody should be calling us uh, nervously saying, what's going on uh, in your world? No, so we'll far see. they don't have time for us. No. Uh, so um, mm. They will. They'll they, make it. They'll yeah. make time yeah. for us? Well, we'll see. Uh, they they'll know, make they time know, for us, or they won't do that well. They, he knows where all the appliances plug into the kitchen and store in a way, yeah. <laughs> and he'll be back <laughs> there again. So. Yeah, Andrew Shear, the opposition. Uh, well, resident. at this point, Stornoway is uh, is That's better is better it. than uh, twenty four Sussex. Uh, I guess so. As a as a as a house, so yeah, there you the, go. Maybe maybe uh, they want to be back there again. Secret death wish. Okay, uh, thank you very much, Peter Mugridge, senior editor of Zoomer Magazine, David Kravitz, VP at Zoomer Media. We will be back with another look at the Zoomer vote. Uh, next week, next Monday, same time, same place on the dial and really looking forward to it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Libby. Thanks, Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.